Ain't got nothing. Mm. Roll a date! Yeah. Hello there, podcast land. My name is Billy. My name is Christy. And you are listening to the Front Porch Sessions podcast. We're so glad that you are with us once again this week. If you have not already done so, please go ahead and subscribe, review, and rate. We recommend five stars because we love you five stars and would appreciate if you loved us five stars back. While you're doing stuff for us, go and check us out on Instagram. We're the Front Porch Sessions Podcast. There you can follow our feed and our stories, communicate with us through direct message, etc., etc., etc. That is the Front Porch Sessions Podcast on Instagram. What does etc., etc., etc. mean? <laughs> it's headache medicine. <laughs> I was just trying to see if you were paying attention. Oh, I am. That was a test. Oh, did I? Do you pass? know what it? I guess you started laughing, so I guess you got it. What does it mean? Etc. Yeah. And more. I don't know. Etc. I'm assuming it's Latin, but I don't guess I really know. I just use it haphazardly. So you just use words that you don't know what they mean. Yes. Do you? Don't you dare say no. I'm going to say probably not. You make up words. That's different. I know what they mean. Oh, in your head. Uh, Etc. is an adverb used at the end of a list to indicate that further similar items are included. And more. Indicating a list that is too tedious or cliched to give in full. I feel very comfortable with that. With the and more? Mm-hmm. Um, and the usage of etc., 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 Yes, and there's apparently a number of different ways to abbreviate it, but it is a Latin expression mm. that is used in English to mean and other similar things, or and so forth. Yes. Uh, translated literally, literally from Latin, et means and, while cetera. Sorry, mm. we don't say that though. It, et we just cetera. say et cetera. cetera. We say it all together. Yeah. But it's two different words. Yeah. And it's and it spelled like Peter Cetera. So I'm saying Cetera here. It means the rest. Okay. And Thus, more. the expression translates to and the rest of such things. I like it. I feel good. I there feel vindicated. Not that you're giving me anything on that, but I didn't. I didn't discount or not believe you with that. <laughs> yes, but you also said, "Do you use words that you don't know the meaning of?" And you said, "Yes." Yeah. That you do. But this one I knew. <laughs> so, I mean. New in, you know, air quotes. It, it's like that, I don't know, there's a meme that I've seen about <laughs> using words or that, or, and it throws in photosynthesis for something else. How often do you it's throw funny. that word around? <laughs> you don't. I didn't really. figure. Yeah. I don't, anyway. So, okay. Yeah, good times. Good yeah. times ahead. Mm. So, how was your week? My week was really good. I uh, sort of had a spring break. I say it that way intentionally because typically my spring break is a full week of no working, maybe taking kids here and there, but otherwise, no office time allowed. Um, but I did work outside of the office uh, first few days, but it was actually really good. I had a great week. What about you? My week was good. Yeah, just good. Yes. Okay. That was good. I don't know. Really good? Sort of good? No, it's your it's your it's my week. description. I'm just yeah. gonna say it was good. Okay. It was a good week. And we'll try not to take that personally. <laughs> well, and I think we'll come back in a moment and talk about some of those things okay. with that so we don't dive in too much here. Okay. But it was spring break for our institution, as I mentioned on the last episode. I don't really get spring break anymore as I switched to a staff role. So I, technically I get two days off. Yeah. Uh, I guess two free days mm-hmm. off. I could mm-hmm. take the whole week off if I wanted to. Just mm-hmm. take some vacation time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did work part of the week. Mm-hmm. Took part of the week off. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think that all ties in. So with with a little bit of discussion that we'll have in a second. Okay. So um, maybe so it come was back. Good. It was good. Okay. It was good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we went to, let's go ahead and say it and then we can come back and talk about okay. it after the question. Okay. So we were both at a conference. Yes. Together. Yes, together. We we rode together. <laughs> yes. We stayed together. We yes. worked the booth together. Yes. Uh, we came home together. <laughs> okay. We are colleagues in some regards, yes. but um, we also are married. How many times did we tell somebody so, we're married, we're together? Like, because there were a couple of times, uh, I feel like. I only remember once. Oh, okay. And it was the person working the booth next to yes. us. Yes, yes. Um, she asked something that was kind of weird. <laughs> Oh, it was like, how long had I been with our institution? Mm-hmm. And I'd said, and she had asked you that. And she just had this weird look. Because maybe you said, well, we both came at what? I'm like, yeah. we're married. Yeah. 
we go way back. But yeah, that part was good. So I don't know what I was trying to say with that. Uh, One of the things too. So before, I don't think this is going to take away anything from it. Okay. So the week before I'm in a meeting Mm -hmm. and uh, we're talking, I'm just, it's a round table situation at this point. I only thing I really had was like, I'm going to be at this conference next week in the first part. And then I may take, you know, the last two days off Mm -hmm. and, or before I can even get that out, the president of our institution looks at me and said, and you're, you're taking those uh, two days when you get back. And I said, well, mate, he said, you're taking those two days when you get back. I'm like, yes, sir. Uh-huh. Which I think he's really good at forcing yes. me because we both have the tendency to be workaholics. Yes. And I probably should have gone in and uh, for a little while, like only, you know, like 12, 14 hours. Uh, not too long with that, but probably should have mm. to get some things done, get caught up, maybe get ahead, particularly with the week that's coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I know, I think over uh, Christmas break, we actually went out of town this year. Mm-hmm. I may have took an extra day there, but there have been a couple of times when I've gone and he's asked me like several times, when are you leaving? When, mm-hmm. why do the time frame? And I thought, are you that forgetful about <laughs> things? <clears throat> but at some point he told me, he's like, I just want to make sure I don't bother you while you're gone. Oh, now, that doesn't mean he he actually doesn't bother me, <laughs> uh, because I kind of have one of those jobs now that uh, is almost 24-7 yeah. in some regards. Not every aspect of my job, but there are things that pop up. But he does a really good job, I think, of not bothering us mm-hmm. uh, that are on the administration when he knows we're on vacation or mm-hmm. we're, we've taken a day off, mm-hmm. unless he absolutely has to, Yeah, uh, with, which is good, because I ran into him. T- ran into him at the store uh, mm-hmm. the day after I got back or after we got back mm-hmm. and he asked he said and you're not going in you're not working and I'm like well and he's like you're not really working going to the office <laughs> I said no there's a few emails I need to respond to but yeah but that just yeah it's, it's very good because even after my shoulder procedure I had planned on working that Friday yeah and I'm like let's just cancel my class let's leave it up in the air about whether I'll be in or not seeing how things would work and he's just like okay so you're not coming in tomorrow we're good <laughs> I'm like, yes, sir. I I will do that. He's like, just take the time. It's not going to matter. So I do appreciate that because yeah. otherwise I would have been there. I could have worked that day. It wasn't a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. But you never know. You never so, know. <laughs> never know. Never know. Yeah. So you had a good week. I had a really good week. And we now have to go back in to uh, finishing out the semester. And I say that as a faculty member, because that's not really how, I mean, I suppose on one level that is how your brain works, but you, it's not like you get the summer off. So you'll. Right. I just go right back into starting a cycle over and and other things, things that I can't get done or things that I spend all summer working on. Yeah. To me, this this feels like the uh, beginning of the downhill slide. So I know when I go back, it's really just a matter of weeks before we're finished with school so okay that that works for me but for you it's like such a different calendar so to speak yeah i don't even know what that's going to look like you don't it's know what to look forward to i don't i really don't yeah. with that and and somebody had, has asked me recently if you know will things slow down for you in the summer like i don't know yeah i mean i started midsummer yeah with the job and yeah. it was full steam ahead yeah so i feel like it'll just be different it'll be different which might be good. Not quite the same learning curve. I mean, there are things I already know I have to do, and I'll spend days or weeks doing, and I'm dreading. Yeah. But that's how it works. But then you so. won't have nearly as many faculty just coming in going, hey, do you have a couple minutes? That's uh, what you uh, – no, uh, I, I, I'll I, still have that. I know, but not nearly as many because we're not there. Um, that's what you would think. Based <laughs> on my ex- – I'm sorry I busted your bubble here. No. But based on my experience uh, the half of the last summer that uh-huh. I was there – uh, it's a little more than you realize. I don't, I'm really that. not trying to conflict with that. I'm just saying that since we're not there constantly, mm-hmm. it's not as convenient just to it walk It is not over. as convenient for so, people. And not to say people won't do it because I know they do and I know they did. I just think that here, like in this particular stage, it's so easy to just walk over and be like, hey, I, since I'm in the building kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And why are you in this building? Yeah. You came to see me. Quit lying about yeah. it. <laughs> So you also had a birthday last week. I did. I did. I turned the big four seven. Is that a big number? No. Okay. I mean, it is, but it's not. Uh, I did have someone ask at the conference something along the lines of, 
oh, is it a big one? And I was like, well, at this age, they're all big. <laughs> so, at, at what point does that happen to you then? I assume it's all like the the round numbers, 50, 55, 60. Those. But you said they're all big at this one. So well, I'm I mean, just trying to ascertain your means. <laughs> well, that's true. There but. is something kind of interesting about this number. I don't feel 47. You and I have had this conversation before. I don't feel as old as the number reflects. And then I'm around other people who are near my age. And I'm like, no, I'm not as old as you. And Absolutely. Yet, like year wise. Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, yes, I am. <laughs> yeah. Why do you think that's the case? I honestly think that our children and then the college students keep us young in many regards. Okay. But also... I just think we are naturally inclined to not be as old. Maybe we've got good genetics. I don't know. We'll I see. <laughs> waiting to think I'm my age and start acting my age because uh-huh. society mm-hmm. builds it up that when you get to this certain numerical number of age, that now you're an adult. Now you're this. Now you're that or mm-hmm. whatever. And like. Oh, you start falling apart at 30, and this is when you feel like a grown-up, and you've <laughs> mm-hmm. got everything together. I'm still waiting for yeah. some of those to, to fill my age, because yeah. mentally, I still think I'm probably, you know, and this doesn't sound right now that I think about it. <laughs> like 29? Yeah, well, yeah, like my, I, my mind thinks my body is probably in its early 20s, <laughs> that I can do all this crazy stuff that I used to do. But my body, when mm-hmm. I actually do that, mm-hmm. does, yeah, when I actually do that type of stuff, it says, no, mm-hmm. you shouldn't have done that. Yeah. And I'm going to make you pay for it in the next several days or yeah. something. Yeah. You know? There's something I've been telling you for a couple of years now that I want to do before I get too old, which sounds like an old person thing to say, but it's, it's in that vein, that idea that I don't want to be paying for this fun little activity for the next, like for the rest of the summer mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like I really want to go uh, either whitewater rafting or tubing or something like that, because I remember doing it in my church youth group. And I just think that would be so much fun for the four of us as a family to go do. And then I think I really can't put this off. I don't know what the tipping point as far as the age is, but I don't really. I've seen pictures of people doing that when they're much older than you. Well, my grandparents did it in Alaska, and they were old then. I think something too. We've mentioned it previously on the podcast, so there's no way to, or there's no need to dive into it. And you just briefly mentioned the two. We we were married ten years before we had kids. Mm So I think people tend to think we're younger than we are that anyway. That's part of it too, yeah. And maybe because of that, we <laughs> act a little bit younger. Because I just happened to stumble across something the other day thinking, oh, my cousin's a, who's like six months older than I uh-huh. am is a grandfather and yes. has like 14 grandkids. <laughs> it's only two or three. I don't remember really. Uh, but It's three or four, I think. So Cousin Nicole can help us out with that yeah. number. So I think of, you know, those type of things. Yeah. And, yeah. and we have friends I from college at our age, age that no. their kids are married. They uh, have, some of them have grandkids too, yeah. or all their kids are in college or something. And we have a long way to go yes. before we get to that type yes. of thing. I do so think that matters. I think that mentally yeah. does affect it too. Yeah. And then we're around young people all the time. Yeah. And that probably helps with some of that. I think so too. It was a little weird for your birthday. How do you mean? Um, well, we didn't. We celebrated, but we didn't. Yeah. Because we had just come back. It's your birthday on our drive back. You get a, a text from Coop about he's got to be at school the next night mm-hmm. on your birthday at like 545 mm-hmm. because the boys basketball team is playing in the state tournament mm-hmm. and the pep band is going to play. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm like, oh, well, that really messes up you having a birthday <laughs> that evening. and. Uh, it, you were cool about it, but I'm like, I don't know about the birthday meal. Yeah. Do do this roast that takes a, a long time. It's a mm-hmm. slow braised roast. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't guarantee I can have that ready in time for him to eat and be where it is. You know, I could get close to it. Yeah. With that, with because I know about how long it takes, but there were other variables in that day. Yeah. And you were just like, that's, that's fine. We can do it yeah. a few days later. Which I, I think meal-wise, I'm okay with. There are certain things birthday-wise. If it doesn't happen on my birthday, it doesn't count. It is not my birthday <laughs> with that. I, I don't care. And, you know, sometimes we have to move some things around. It's going to be interesting. Cooper's birthday. He's going to be out of town. Yeah. 
So we're trying to figure that out. But so you picked him up from school and that was one of the days I didn't go in. He comes in and it's three thirty, three forty. He's mm-hmm. like, Why are you cooking supper? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Well, I have to do all of this, put it together so I can put it in the oven mm-hmm. to bake. And um, you need to be able to eat about five o'clock so we can get you back. He's like, oh, yeah. Like, did you forget you were going on this with that? So he, he came in. Uh, you picked up Callie from her rehearsal a little bit later. He had already eaten. She came in and asked, and she's like, can I go ahead and eat? I'm starving. I'm like, that's fine. Your mom and I are not going to eat till she drops him off. Um, so we had time for you to open presents with us all as a family. And then did your meal a couple of days later yeah we basically had not quite a 30 minute window because she had play practice till five he had to be back at the high school at five thirty. so we squeezed in a little bit of birthday in a short amount of time but it was fine it really it it just this is a stage of the life we're in and that's probably only going to get crazier in the next mm-hmm. you know couple of years so it it really was fine so I appreciate the effort. It doesn't you put sound in. fine. It doesn't. No, the way you're you're saying that. Why? It's just the the inflection in your voice. You're the one that already so, said I was cool about it. I I know, but then the way that you were just describing it back to me, I'm reading into it. Apparently, I'm gonna need the porch so, to weigh in in on this. Cause... And then, well, they also don't get to see you because mm. you won't let me video. You this. said voice inflection. <laughs> I did. Mm-hmm. I did. But I get to see you in the faces you make. They really need to see the faces that you make at me during the podcast. Well, I'm giving you a face now. <laughs> so, and then, well, some of them are probably thinking, well, wait, if it was a regular day, how would you have done this? Because you would have been at work. Well, I'd have f- prepared it over lunch oh. and put it in the oven. Okay. And it would have been fine yeah. with that because it, we don't have that, ooh, we got to do this. Because mm-hmm. it's going to take somewhere between four to four and a half hours mm-hmm. for that to be done. And then maybe 30 minutes for me to get everything else together. Mm-hmm. The real kicker and actually was that you had a doctor's appointment that took far well, too long. Well, that's the other thing that I couldn't guarantee it because of, of uh, Coop's thing. And I tried, but part of it is the doctor's appointment because I couldn't do anything mm-hmm. with that. So I had a follow-up and we mentioned that a couple episodes ago when they wanted to schedule it and were shocked when I said, no, I couldn't do it that time. And, <laughs> um, but instead of a two-week post-op, I had a three-week post-op, which was totally fine. <laughs> Um, but I was there for like two and a half hours. Yeah. For how long did you see the doctor? I'm thinking I saw the actual doctor for two and a half minutes. Yep. And that may be a high estimate. Yeah. So I should have known, <laughs> I should have known, um, that there was going to be trouble. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that sounds like a Taylor Swift song, isn't it? There's going to be trouble. Yeah. I like I should have known like there was trouble Dixie when you Chicks. walked in or something. I don't know. Dixie Chicks. Uh, is that, do they have a song about that? I know they're I killing know. girl, so yeah. don't eat black eyed peas. Yeah, I, lo- I love black eyed peas. I do too, but you never make them, so I think it's safe for me to eat them. Okay. Wow. Um. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you have to. They want you to be there 15 minutes early to check in. <laughs> so you go through this process because it's a specialty clinic, and the doctors come from the big city. And I guess that has part to do with it. One of the things, so they take, I go into the main door, go to the desk, and they're like, ask for your first name. Tell them, like, okay, just have a seat. We'll be with you in a minute. They take you back to this little pod. Mm -hmm. I'm going to call it that. A little office space. And, you know, verifying your information, what you're there for, where you work, insurance, all that stuff. And it's gotten to where sometimes they're like, has anything changed? I mean, I've been there for the past two months. Mm Mm-hmm. About every two weeks, mm-hmm. and seeing these people, mm-hmm. and like nothing has changed. It did. It happened that so I had the procedure, and then they had closed out my uh, number for physical therapy. Oh. So we had a, a procedure on Thursday. My first physical therapy appointment was on Monday, mm-hmm. and they set it up. And she's like, "You should be fine. It wasn't that long you're in here." Well, she calls me back later and says. I was wrong. We were looking at it. They closed out your number. So can you come 15 minutes early? Mm. So I go into the room and the lady's going to the when she's like, you were just here last, last week. I assume nothing's changed. Like <laughs> nothing has changed. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, great. So I, anyway, I go through that and I go and I'm sitting in the waiting room. There's tons of people in there. Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe this is the waiting room as well for s- surgery, mm. for orthopedic surgery or something. I don't know where that is in our, in our hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit. 
I'm there five minutes, 10 minutes. And uh, one of the, the ladies from working the desk, I see her walk by and she's really talking to the old people, not as much me, but she's like, I just made a fresh pot of coffee and it's in a craft <laughs> that she, an air pot. Mm. She's carrying, and there's water and snacks over here. I've been in that waiting room, I don't know how many times mm-hmm. in the past six, eight months. Mm-hmm. They've never offered coffee, water, or snacks <laughs> with that. At some point, I hear they're running like 30 minutes behind. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's probably doing surgeries in the morning. I understand some of that. You, it's hard to gauge how long yeah. something's going to take, and they just use their best guess with that. Uh, so finally get back there, and it's 30, 45 minutes before I actually pass my appointment before I get my room. Mm-hmm. I think it's about 30 at this point. Nurse does her stuff, uh, leaves. Uh, 20 minutes later, I'm guessing, she knocks on the door mm-hmm. and opens it up. So uh, this is one thing, too. So, and you may just Marco Polar later, or I might do it. But Super Nurse Haley, why did they knock on the door? <laughs> and I've got my clothes on. I'm not expecting anything. I mean, I'm the only one in the room. I always picture them saying, it, are you decent? <laughs> is it going to? Well, if it's a procedure for that, I'm not going to be decent. But are they making sure I'm not going through the cabinets or something? Oh, they don't want to interrupt that. They want to make you stop. Well, the past few I've been in, those are, they're locked. You not that checked? I've, no. But you could tell the lo- they have the locking mechanism on it, and you can see it through mm. the crack. No, I haven't checked. I wanted to check them to see if they really lock them, but... Um, yeah, so she knocks on the door, which I always find weird. And when I go see my regular doctor, they do it too. he knocks on the door yeah. most of the time, not mm-hmm. all the time with no. that. And um, my real doctor, is that what you would call him? I don't know. My Your family doctor. Yeah, family my family physician. doctor, my regular doctor is also a friend of mine. Uh-huh. So if he didn't knock, I wouldn't be weirded out. But yeah. it's, it's weird to me that they knock and, mm-hmm. and then open the door and come in. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting you. That's why I'm here. You're not surprising me. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, she knocks on the door and sticks her head in and says, can I get you some water or something? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm good. Which has that ever happened to you? That before? has never happened Me neither. in there. And she's like, he, he should be in here in just a few minutes. I'm like, okay, great. Red flag. And it's going a little bit. At one point I'm looking at the clock and you know how in movies when they want to show a lot of time passing or somebody has been staring at the clock, it'll show the clock, but it like moves super fast. Uh-huh. In the real world, that doesn't happen. Right, right, right. But I was wishing it did. Uh-huh. So about another 15, 20, maybe 30 minutes passes. And I'm thinking, man, I wish I had asked her for a cup of coffee. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be fine. Mm-hmm. It's not a big deal. It's also right before I left to go to my appointment, I realized I hadn't eaten lunch. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's not going to... I didn't eat breakfast either. Yeah. Uh, Unless you want to count coffee. Nope. Um, But I thought, oh, it's not going to be a big deal. I'm going to be in and out. Yeah. It's not going to, you know, I'm not going to be there that long. You know, maybe an hour on the high end. Um, I don't remember exactly how long, but I was there two, two and a half hours before he came in. He walks in. He's like, how's it doing? And uh, he does a motion. I hold my arm up, and he's like, well, how about this? I do that. And he said, well, what about? And he used some fancy term, and I did that. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's it's, that's looking great. <laughs> and um, asked me about therapy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I went for the two weeks after. I just got back from a conference last night, and uh, the physical therapist said it would be pointless for us to schedule an appointment for me to come in mm-hmm. right before this. And he's like, okay. And, but he said that it was it was up to me, but it's really, you know, kind of what you say with this. You know, I'm doing the exercises at home and the stretches. It's like, if you'll keep doing that, I'm good. You know, and now look, it may come back. You may get it in the other shoulder, you know, all this. So he writes on that and leaves. I shake his hand and say, I hope I don't see you again for a long time. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it doesn't offend me when people say that. Mm-hmm. But... Two and a half hours for two and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. And I again, I understand. Yeah. They, he comes in. They're cramming a lot of stuff in. Surgeries. He's got people, other issues that he's dealing with. Maybe x-rays, reading that. I don't know what the mm-hmm. thing is. But two and a half hours of wait time? Yeah. That is ridiculous yeah. to me. I want to build them. <laughs> I mean, you know, 
I, I don't, I'm not in private practice as an attorney anymore, but time is money mm-hmm. in that situation. I'm glad I didn't wasn't at work that day mm-hmm. because most of the days I'm at work for these things. And there was one that was, what, an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes? Yeah. Getting close to two hours. You once were getting like, antsy on that I one. I was because I had to get back to some meetings. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what if I was working? I would had stuff to do. What if you were trying to make so, Christie's birthday roast? I was, yes. Yeah, it had been bad. If it wasn't for Coop's things, I might have been able to squeeze it in. Mm-hmm. But the timing of it, I would have had to start it way early. Mm-hmm. And that would have thrown some things off mm-hmm. with that. And it's just, I don't know. Part of me was hoping, I know this isn't going to happen I mean, they offered me water. What else could I expect? And again, I'm not digging on the medical profession. I There are a lot of things I understand, but it just confused me. You know, it'd be nice if they gave me a little discount, a convenience discount, yeah. Be- yeah. an inconvenience discount, because yeah. I had to wait so long. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, those are the sagas. The sagas. The sagas. Which is why yes. it was just a good week. It's not personal against me. <laughs> no, no. Okay, okay. No, I did just think checking. that was funny. You said yours was pretty good, which you got to spend some travel time with me, and I just said it was good yeah. for you. That's why I say it's yeah. not personal. No, it is not personal at all. Well, word on the street is you have a question for us. I do. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls around the world, it is time for Christie's Question. Given the nature of what last week and then really, well, let's see, the whole year has been for us academically so far, I was going to ask you a question that was somehow uh, in reference to our children. And this will work for you and I having this conversation, and then our poor cheese might could weigh in with their children uh, or their nieces, nephews, whoever it is that this applies to in their lives. So here's the question. Or maybe just write out yourself. You don't even know the question. I know. Okay. So, here's the question. What of the activities that our children are participating in do you most enjoy attending, watching, consuming? I don't know. What Mm. of their activity? And I'm asking you to pick a activity. If you feel like you need to give one for both children, because you want to be fair, that's fine. But it can just be in general. This is my favorite of all the things that we're involved in or watching our kids be involved in. Okay. Okay. I think I, I that's going to be tough. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with Cooper first. Mm-hmm. I like the band performances mm-hmm. because I know a lot about that mm-hmm. and I can understand it and mm-hmm. we can relate to that. It mm-hmm. was, it was fun watching uh, the one act, but it was his first year. Mm-hmm. He didn't play a major role. He was mm-hmm. on stage a lot. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that that's as much about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm gonna stick with band for the most part. Mm-hmm. Did attend several of his speech events, mm-hmm. and, and that was entertaining. Yeah, and that was good. Uh, Cal uh, volleyball was good with that, and that's really all she's done this year. She's had some course performances, mm-hmm. so those I like those mm-hmm. with that. Uh, she has a musical coming up. That'd be nice. Yeah, with that. So those are my answers. Okay, you. Uh, I was going to just go one, and that is uh, speech. And I know I am a band mom, and I love band, but speech, I've been able to watch truly him. Um, he's He does a couple of things on his own, although we've only gotten to see one of those two things. And then he does the other in a group of five total, and so I still really get to focus in on him. Although, you know, I love watching him play in the band. I love the pet band. I love marching band. I love all those sort of things. But I have truly enjoyed watching him uh, do speech. That's probably my favorite. Um, As far as she goes, I honestly think that my favorite again it kind of goes back to that uh being able to really hone in on the one uh, she did the talent show uh last couple of years and while she performed with someone else uh again it's been a much smaller group mm-hmm. and i've enjoyed that i like seeing her really do something that she's having fun with right i, w- I was thinking about current activities mm-hmm. not that or i probably would have thrown in the talent show my favorite from the talent show is when they did it together yes now they they did bring in a couple other people mm-hmm. and, and that was fine with that <laughs> uh, they could have shined just the two oh, of them agreed, with agreed. Some, and they could have done the same thing with just the two of them i, I think they i think maybe cal didn't want to hurt her friend's feelings yeah. and say no we don't want you in this yeah so much they did so well at the next year we saw some stuff and like do this yes and then they decided to do their own thing i'm and, still mad and, if that's yeah i don't want to relive didn't. some yeah. of that 
Yeah, um, they were great. It was yeah, so much fun. So, Ugh. but yeah, that was my question. And then I guess okay. if our porchies want to share uh, either what they enjoy, their kids or their nieces, nephews, you know, those sort of things. Because there's gotcha. a lot of you out there that do this. Like you're a surrogate aunt, even if you don't have uh, kids or nieces or nephews near you. Uh, share with me some of your favorite things to go watch. Because there's some things like, uh, and and sister-in-law Heather could probably vouch for this. Um, I don't thoroughly love watching soccer, no matter who. And as much as I love being able to support our nephew, the little bit we get to see him, that was not my that favorite was painful thing. painful for you. Yeah. Um, and it was hot as blue blazes. Oh, boy. It was something. So that's that's my point. Like, there's probably things that uh, maybe Heather has a thought on in terms of what does she actually really enjoy that Tucker's doing, if there is anything yet. So we want to hear about that. Okay. So that was my question. Good question. Thanks. Good question. So I guess you really can't answer it for yourself. Unless it was like, these are the things I enjoyed. What do you mean? Because you said, I asked you that. Or you could answer for yourself. Oh, And you're like, you don't know the question. Yeah, that's why I said it that way. Because it doesn't, I mean, what do you enjoy doing? No, that doesn't work. No, we'll rephrase that and come up with something much later (laughs) uh, for that. So, yeah, if you don't have nieces or nephews or neighborhood kids or your friend's kids that you go, what, you can't answer the question? Yeah, and that's okay. So that's okay. It is. Uh, so I just have some life advice before we go back and we talk a little bit about our conference okay. and see what else with that. One, um, if you're reading numbers, make sure you actually read the actual number, not what you think the number says. Okay. So we are recording here and actually a few days early, which mm-hmm. is huge for us. Yes. So at this conference, uh, we had hoped to be able to record over the weekend before we went. Uh, Saturday ended up being a little bit. Um, jumbled and uh, things, whatever, didn't do that. So Sunday afternoon, we were out of town. We yeah. had to go get some stuff for the kids and things. Okay, we're going to do it that night when we get back, maybe when they go to bed. Um, I ended up taking some medicine. Next thing we know, I'm asleep on the couch. Mm-hmm. So we're stuck recording in the hotel <laughs> the night before. I think I the podcast may have actually been released a little bit early. Yeah. Because we're in a different time zone. <laughs> And I thought that it calculated it based upon what I said, but I think it when I opened it up, it was on that time zone. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until after I had published it, I thought, I think my math is off. <laughs> Trying to adjust for things, yeah. and at that point, I'm like, I don't care. Yep. Because the only reason I rushed it to make sure it was going to, because if I set it for the regular time, I was afraid it's not going to be released till an hour after after it normally is and we would have gotten mail (laughs) well my thought was eliana needs to go to bed right right. she doesn't need to be you know wondering where this is (laughs) and then not showing up till 1 1 30 so i was rushing rushed through that anyway we got it out recorded thank um, goodness we did release it because she did listen to it (laughs) yes yes because we are her dad was at this conference and we saw him you know like first thing in the morning she had texted him or something about yes. it he had to listen yes. um but so we're recording here and uh as i get things going it and i hit the the record or the pre-record button and i see a two and a nine mm-hmm. which now that i think about it that doesn't make sense okay because i didn't see it well but i thought it was telling me i had two hours and something oh. room left on the card to record <laughs> on but if I saw the, I don't even know if I saw the nine really. Okay. I saw something. I think yeah. maybe I thought it was a five, but uh-huh. so it was twenty nine minutes, <laughs> not. So there was it's an abrupt. <laughs> no, there is an abrupt uh, stop there. So we're just talking and everything cuts out just yeah. like that, and it freaks you out when yeah. you hear that. Like, what is going on? So that <laughs> that was problematic. And I know I've mentioned one of these things before, but it, it happened earlier today, and uh, I this has to stop. This absolutely has to stop. Everybody out there who listens to this podcast, do not do this. And I need you to help spread the word to everybody else out there. Do not do this. Do not ever do this. If you're standing in front of the microphone at some place and you're talking and you decide, oh, it's time to clap. Do not clap into the microphone. It is loud. You don't hear it. And uh, a lot of people hit the microphone Mm -hmm. when they do that. Tap, tap, tap. No, I'm talking about when they're actually clapping. Oh, okay. No, we're getting to that because that's the one I know we've covered. I'm not sure about the clapping, but 
um, it happens too much. Mm-hmm. Too many things we're at. People aren't thinking mm-hmm. and they clap and it's directly into the microphone. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Do it off to the side. Mm-hmm. Besides uh, maybe hurting people's ears, you could damage the equipment. Sure. So related to that, what you just mentioned is don't tap on microphones. Yeah. Yeah. That is bad for the microphones. It is bad for your speakers. It is bad for people's ears. Yes. With that. Um, and, and I'm not just making this up because it annoys me. Uh, <laughs> microphones, depending on the type and, and what it is, they can be very sensitive. Mm-hmm. And some people don't gently tap on them. No. And, um, yeah, I, I remember getting that very annoyed with a former boss of mine where it's something. And he's talk, he's trying to talk and he's like looking. And he's looking at the person you know, it's a portable sound system, and he's just mad about it. I'm like, why don't you wait till they cut it on or give you the, the clue? I think he actually may have not cut the microphone on. Mm. And then he starts, like, really whole hand tapping on it. Mm. Oh, it irritated me. So, the, <laughs> you know, there are things, there are components in there that are easily breakable yeah. with that. Uh, so you have to be careful with that. The sudden burst could uh, blow your speakers mm-hmm. with that. And then also related to that sudden burst in the way that it comes out, it could legitimately damage people's ears. There's a reason when it happens, you shriek because it hurts your ears. Yeah. Um, you know, percentage-wise or statistically, probably not that great. Is it hurts for a little bit yeah. or it's a minor inconvenience, but it really could do some damage to people's ears. But I'm more concerned about the equipment. Just don't do it. Yeah. So help spread the word. No clapping into microphones, no tapping onto them. You know what? You can easily say check one, two, mic check one, two. And if you don't hear anything, this is a thing that annoys me. Now I'm thinking about it. A lot of things annoy me. Mm. I've seen people walk up to the microphone and start talking mm. and they don't hear anything. Mm-hmm. And then maybe they, I hear them go check, check, and they don't hear anything. So then they start tapping on it. Mm-hmm. Explain that to me. If you're talking into the microphone and you're not hearing anything and you start tapping on it and you don't hear anything i mean why would you start tapping on it if you don't hear anything that's not going to change is it am i stupid that if i'm talking into the microphone and there's nothing coming out and i start i'm trying not to sneeze (coughs) you should have jumped in Mm. um so i don't even remember where i was i do actually so I'm talking, there's no sound. I only tap onto it because that's magically going to make sound. I don't get it. I do not get it. So anyway, uh, that's my, re- that's not really a rant, but quit shaking uh, your head at me. It's pretty close. It's not a rant. Um, well, tell me about your conference. <laughs> what was good about it? What wasn't good? Well, for us, it is, well, for me, I, I don't need to lump you in because you really are different temperament different interest level it was really cool to reconnect with people who are of a similar ilk who are doing work that is somewhat similar in the same genre a lot of people that we knew were able to make some great new connections reconnect with some old connections um got to spend some time with some people that i really enjoy that we only get to see if we're lucky once a year so that was really cool for me it was sort of a not really a recruiting trip, but it was one of those things where we could talk to people about the work that we do during the summer, the program that we put on uh, that I've been a part of for quite a few years now. So been able to do a little bit of talking with that. There were a couple of schools that I really kind of put the I was going to say put the screws to him. That's not right. But just really gave him the the, the sell. <laughs> you gave him the business. I, no. Because I don't even want to say the hard sell because that's really not what I'm about. But right. It's it's truly just to make sure a couple of these places know, hey, we'd love for you to be a part of this if ever you are so inclined. So was able to do that. Like I said, met some new people, got to talk to people from other schools, um, made a connection with someone way back in the day. I used to recruit for our alma mater, and uh, crazy enough, we saw a recruiter that I used to recruit with. He was recruiting at another school, and I just was so tickled that he remembered me, that he uh, came up and talked with us. That was super cool. And we got to talk to a friend of ours who works at our alma mater. I mean, like really just making all those connections was a whole lot of fun. Um, Got to hear some actually some really good speakers because they're really there to encourage one another as far as those that are in Christian education. 
uh, K through 12 is largely the audience, uh, and then there's a handful of us that represent higher education. And it's it truly is an encouraging couple of days. It's neat to have all those people around who are kind of trying to do the same thing in their respective parts of the country. So to me, it was just a whole lot of fun. It was a neat opportunity and got to do some pretty cool stuff, I thought. What about you? <laughs> I was just trying to let you keep going. Oh, okay. I can. So, that, yeah, it was nice um, <laughs> to do that. The Probably my favorite part, and I knew this going in, uh, that this was going to happen. I don't know that I, I knew, oh, like how, how great it was going to be, is um, I saw one of my college roommates. Yeah. Uh, we lived together for about two and a half years mm-hmm. uh, back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in our wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were at his wedding. And I don't think we've seen him um, in 22 years, maybe yeah. 23 years. It's been quite a while. Yeah. Uh, with that, he's now uh, the president of uh, my alma mater, yeah. K-12 school. With that. And, and I saw his name on a distribution list or something. No, I hadn't with that. It was a connection over LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. I had there was some reason I I looked him up with friend and going back I'm like are you gonna be there and he's like yeah are you speaking I'm like no <laughs> but I'll be uh, there no I'll be there you know if they ask me to yeah I'll be happy to jump mm-hmm. in at some point and speak at that but so um, we made that connection there we spent some time together it's like nothing had changed yeah. it was just like yesterday we were in the dorm yeah and, and here we are and he hasn't changed that much no he still talks that. the same it's, way yeah we, we probably all do to some degree maybe i probably not i think i've changed a lot yeah with that yeah uh but so that was a lot of fun yeah uh being able to do that it was probably the highlight made some new friends mm-hmm. uh with that some of them had been your friends mm-hmm. uh for a while i guess a couple of years maybe and, and made yeah. some connections there so that that was nice yeah with that people have asked uh Going before this trip, people asked when they knew we were going. They look at me like, "Are you you're flying?" <laughs> and I mean, some of them got mad. Like I, they didn't get mad at me, but I could tell their faces and their body language changed when I said, "No, mm-hmm. we're we're driving." Mm-hmm. And it was like, "How dare you?" I'm like, "I'm the one going on the trip." Mm-hmm. I did tell the president of our institution when he came up and asked if you should go. I'm like, "I don't think that's going to work out." And he's like, "Why?" I'm like, "You know, we're married and we have kids. <laughs> I will ask." Because yeah. that's my job. Yeah. That's here, you know, I'm I'm the professional here, and it's not that thing. But I don't know that it's going to work out. Mm-hmm. And I asked you, and the next thing I know, Dad Gummit is working out yeah. with that. And I told him later, I said, this is the perfect storm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did split our kids up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Callie stayed with um, one of her friends that mm-hmm. lives across the street from us. Mm-hmm. Cooper stayed with his best friend. But they're uh, our kids and their kids are basically involved right now in the same activities. Yes, yes. It ended up there being a little bit of switch with Cooper's, but that's fine. It wasn't a big deal. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, if this was one or two days different, right. either oh, yeah. way, yeah, this wouldn't have worked. No way. Yeah, so it was a perfect storm of, of those type of things. So you at it was in Colorado Springs, mm-hmm. which you referenced or several episodes ago. You talked about some of your uh, travel woes coming mm-hmm. back with that. And immediately when this came up, I was like, we can't fly because we can't do that. We can't be getting home six hours late. Right. Um, with this type of thing because of uh, pilot shortages or plane <laughs> issues or whatever. Yeah. With that. So people would ask, and I'm like, no, I think we're going to drive. And they would look at me, and I would explain some things. Uh, I had one person. One person asked me something about if we were flying. And I, I said, no, we're going to drive. And was like, you know, that really makes a lot of sense <laughs> um, because it's about, and I don't remember if they said a time, they probably did. And that's part of the reason mm-hmm. uh, for that. And it was my assistant who's originally from Colorado uh-huh. that was like, yeah, why would you fly? So and a lot of people asked us at the, the conference because most people flew in. Yeah. With that, and I'm like, no, we drove, and they're like, they're all shocked. But it's <laughs> not like the same body language. I'm like, it's a seven-hour drive. Yeah. Looking at the flight times yeah. and what it would take, it was probably going to be eight hours of travel for us if we flew. Yeah. Why don't we drive so we can control it? Yeah. If it had been a direct flight, it would have been a totally different conversation. But you have to have a layover somewhere, and that's usually and what the, kills you. And the times. Yeah. The times of leaving or coming back were not good. Also, with 
uh, driving, we can control a little bit yes. of that. Yes. That if we need to leave early. Yes. Because of weather or something with a plane, you can't. Nope. Uh, and actually, so conference started Monday afternoon, ended Wednesday afternoon, mm-hmm. Tuesday morning, um, sitting there looking at some things. Actually, I'm on my professional Instagram, and there's a post from uh, the state troopers, mm-hmm. and I kind of uh, pay attention to what they're posting because I can, I can tell the gist of it from other things. And what I'm reading, I don't like because it's like between now and Thursday, and I don't remember if it set a time on Thursday, um, we could be getting snow <laughs> and precipitation, wintery mix, all that type of stuff. And I'm like, oh, this is great. Because yeah. when we left, there was nothing in the weather right. that showed that. So I'm like, we may have to leave early yeah. with that. And we had that flexibility yes. because we drove. And we did leave a little bit earlier. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And probably what I think we left close to when I would have liked to have left anyway, just to get back. <laughs> I'd like to have left a little earlier, but yeah, and we were going to stick around till pretty much the end. Yeah. But seeing this weather coming in, yeah. like we got, we got to get out of here yeah. just to make sure. Cause you never know how that stuff is going to shift and you have to go through the Western part of our state, which typically gets more snow than what we do. Mm. It's not unusual for them to close down the interstate. Right. We'd have been stuck. Uh, so I'm trying to get ahead of anything, and I don't think we got that much. No. Coming back, we did. You were asleep when we had some sleet and, mm-hmm. and ice, but for the most part, it was fine um, as I'm unloading the car. So we get back, and uh, you go pick up Cooper, and Cal's not at the neighbor's. Um, they're off at practice. Um but I'm unloading the car, and it starts snowing then. Yeah. But it's not much. But we do wake up to a, a, a dusting. Yeah. I mean, enough where I had to get the snow brush out to clear off the, yeah. the car before I took it back. Yeah. Uh, with that. So, yeah, we were able, and we, you know, the person, that the head of the organization puts it on, uh, I'm going to say our friend now, Andrew. Yes, there you go. And I'm like, He's like, you guys heading out? Which yeah. was funny because we didn't really want to. Because earlier we'd got this email about not please to don't tear, please until. don't tell, tear down until this point. But people were tearing down the night before, yeah. and yeah, you know, we took a couple of the big things down at the table. I'm like, well, nobody attends this. <laughs> I felt bad about doing yeah. that. Or I'm like, we're trying to beat the weather. Yeah, I mean, he was very understanding about yeah. that, which was good. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So I have two highlights. Your highlight was uh, seeing your college roommate. Yes. Two highlights for me, we ended up having dinner with Andrew and with the creator of Kid President, which um, you really didn't have a ton of experience with. You like you know who he is, all that kind of stuff, but that's not really your scene, so to speak. I've never hung out with, with Brad, <laughs> if that's what you're talking about. No, I meant like you, did you really know anything about the channel and the videos yeah. that they make? Yeah, okay. I've watched a lot of those videos. Oh, okay. You seemed so unamused by it. But anyway, uh, Brad was a speaker. Brad Montague is the creator, and he is kind of a multi-talent, multi-threat kind of guy. He is a writer, an illustrator, a creator. He is smart. He is funny. He is interesting. And obviously, he knows talent when he sees it, because the young man that is kid president is his brother-in-law. And so he recognized... Hey, this this kid could be we could turn this into something great so he he spoke and he uh, again it's really a lot about encouraging and um, Andrew said hey uh, why don't y'all go to dinner with us and so I was thinking it'd probably be a larger group but no bills the four of us and uh, it was it was just a great night we probably did not talk to Brad as much as we would have liked but we thoroughly enjoyed our time together we got to learn more about what Andrew does which is like everything like he yeah <laughs> He, again, talk about a multi-threat, but um, that was really cool. So that was a highlight for me. And then the other one was uh, we were hanging around after supper with just Andrew, our friend, who ran this whole conference. And we're talking about a bunch of different things. And then he said something about, I don't remember how he started, but essentially he's like, oh, I don't think I told you. So apparently he had decided at some point that I was going to be a part of this thing this event this entertainment thing that was supposed to happen later that night not hey are you gonna go hey would you mind it was oh you're gonna do this (laughs) and he pulls out his phone and he says okay i'm gonna send you this email so literally within 30 minutes i have to be on stage for this thing which granted i you know that my word this year is open and so 
I wanted to be open to whatever. And he also said, hey, this is also your chance to, you know, kind of get your sales pitch in real quick if you want to, or at least mention what you're doing here. So that was great. And I was really afraid it was like a hypnotist kind of thing. I, I know I filled in a blank. He never said anything like that. But I was like, what in the world does he need four people for? And why did he pick me? It actually was a failabration. Um, basically, it's just to show that we all fail and we all have bad days or bad moments or bad experiences. And we were supposed to share that. And I was I was one of four. We get up there, we introduce ourselves, and then we share a failure. And um, they were... I was actually really pleased because they were all over the map. There was not one that was like another, would you say? No, no, they were. And when we finish, it's uh, the whole audience supposed to stand up, give you a, a standing ovation and say something along the lines of, I hear you, we love you. Uh, thank Thank you you. yeah so it's just this little thing I think it's meant like if you think about kids sharing something that they failed at and then being reassured that it's no big deal we've all been there done that I think that would be uh, really cute but this was uh, in a weird little way it was a, a a highlight because I had an opportunity to sort of try something out because my fail was something I'll actually speak about on campus actually just in a couple of weeks and I had actually kind of a working script and so when he told me that and I read over the email really quick I was like I actually know what I'm going to say so I pulled it out and I skimmed it picked up a couple of few things and then was ready to go so (laughs) so those were a couple of highlights for me it all worked out it all it, so, it all worked out. Well, before we went to to supper that evening, um, we're we're out in the lobby waiting mm-hmm. for that, and um, over here, I don't remember who told us, but that somebody's rental car mm-hmm. got stolen mm-hmm. from the hotel parking mm-hmm. lot. And I'm like, oh, and that stinks. And they were on the phone with the rental car company or the the police at that point or, or something weird with that. So the next morning, though, we go down. We're going to get uh, some coffee, some breakfast with that. Here's my college roommate over on, on the other side. Or he's over there at the coffee shop first and then goes to the order place menu. And we just go up there to sit. Well, he was supposed to go with them. He used to work at the school, the mm-hmm. high school that they came from. And um, so he was, they were going to go explore with that. And they go out the, the back door and he's like, yeah, I'm parked right here. And he's like, describing the car. And he's like, I know I parked right there. And he was looking around and my, my roommate's like, I, I don't know what she is, but that glass right there <laughs> might say that you, you're not parked there anymore. Um, so apparently, yeah, broke in, stole their rental car <laughs> from that right there. But I can totally see him saying, I think that glass right there means your car's not parked there anymore. So they called like four different numbers. Yeah. They called the rental car place mm-hmm. and they kept giving them a different number to call. Mm-hmm. Like they were more concerned about it than the rental car place was. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, that was kind of funny like, and it I'm got to yeah it else. gave him another number he's like look i've given you the information i'm yeah. waiting on, i'm not calling anybody else yeah. type thing but um, i've never heard of anybody getting their rental car stolen from that and it made me wonder like oh maybe we need to go check because we took a school car <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah with that and i'm thinking a lot of times with rental cars you get newer ones nicer mm-hmm. ones or whatever and i don't know that this was that nice no i don't remember what they said it was but like whoa so that's a a new thing for me yeah uh, with that so I, I don't I was, know why I had heard this and you hadn't, but I made the comment to you that, no, that actually makes sense to me because it's kind of one of those high production, uh, not all that interesting of a vehicle that uh, those are the vehicles that I hear about being grabbed. And so in my head, I was like, nope, this makes a lot of sense to me. And then I'm really thinking, oh boy, we better go check ours because we definitely have a nondescript right. kind of It's been a few car. years since I've looked at any of that stuff. What I remember was like a Honda Accord. Mm-hmm was the highest one and at that point i didn't know what the vehicle was yeah that was stolen so i didn't have an opinion but that was interesting mm-hmm. with that uh got to see a lot of people talk to a lot of people mm-hmm. that we don't get to see uh regularly mm-hmm. so um that's that's good yeah it was a good time people asked uh before and after and even while we were there like were you gonna do anything fun did you do anything fun did you go <laughs> do this and we were i mean we're in colorado springs and yeah. there's lots of stuff there yeah with that and t- time to go exploring and i'm like no we didn't 
have time to go do that. <laughs> we're, we're here to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, some people looked at me funny. I'm like, that's what I signed up for. Yeah. I knew with this job, with that, it'd be great. If, you know, a lot of people we knew came in a day early yeah. or a couple of days early so they could do some of that stuff. Yeah. Our schedule obviously didn't work, but I'm there to work. Yeah, yeah. So we're down there, except for that last day. We were probably there 30 minutes before everything mm-hmm. opened up or yeah. before the start of things. The yeah. rooms open just because what if people are milling around? We yeah. need to talk to them. We're there after it's officially ended yeah. because people are milling around. We're talking to them. That's my job. That's what yeah. I signed up for this. And, you know, so that was... That was fine. Yeah. With that. Yeah. It's not a it's not a big deal. And I did tell you later, like, you know, this isn't that far away that we could maybe come out here with the kids and go explore some of this stuff. I don't know with their schedules how that's gonna happen, but we'll make it happen. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. So So it was a good experience. We came back with a car. Um, yes. The same car we went with. Yes. Yes. So uh, good experience. I'm glad we got to do it. Glad we got to see some quality people, people that we care about, people that uh, we had an opportunity to finally meet, people for you to reconnect with. It was just, it was a great experience. I'm really pleased that we got to do that. Yes, it was. Um, before we start wrapping up, I want to share some other things real quick. Okay. So we ended up going to the state um, basketball tournament mm-hmm. uh, because the kids' school was uh, playing in it, mm-hmm. and and Koopa's in the band. We were off, and I'd thought about, oh, well, if they win, we'll go f- to the finals mm-hmm. on Saturday. Well, I thought that a couple of weeks ago when the girls were in it. Mm-hmm. And now we were at work; I couldn't make it happen with yeah. what was going on in my schedule, and they lost mm-hmm. in the semifinals and mm-hmm. couldn't go. And it ends up their school lost in the semifinals, but we were off work. The ki- they were getting out of school early. Cal had texted something about it, and you were smiling like, actually, we're thinking about going. Mm-hmm. Ended up taking several friends. But on the way back, uh, we get a message uh, from Super Nurse Haley mm-hmm. on, over a direct message over Instagram. Uh, and so when we get back, we drop off Callie's friend, and we go over to school because the bus is just like five minutes behind. Mm-hmm. And uh, we park. So I pull this out, and we look at it. Again, there's got to be some sort of app that I can come up with where I can record while watching videos. Oh. So record your actions. So yeah. we just did this uh, at that point. And um, I'm trying to get it to load just so I can see what is said here. Oh, you have to watch this. So he's like, uh, I think this is in Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, has to take apart the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like taking off the cover, the mm-hmm. front part of the dishwasher and, and the apparatus on the inside of that um, I don't know how he was alerted to this fact, and I'm you're leaning away so you don't actually see it again. Um, but there is a snake mm-hmm. inside is it just the dishwasher. One? I was thinking it looked like multiple. Um, that's um, you're watching it now. I am watching it right now. It looks like one snake. It's a big, and boy. that is a decent sized snake <laughs> right there, like in the dishwasher. So think about it. Uh, with your dishwasher, mm-hmm. most of them, the one, I don't want to say most, the ones I'm familiar with, mm-hmm. you open the door mm-hmm. and on the inside of the door is a place where you would put your um, detergent or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your detergent, your whatever that other stuff is called that we add to mm-hmm. it, the rinse stuff or whatever. And that's basically the part that he ends up having to take off. And it's between that and the outer door where mm-hmm. that snake is. That would probably freak me out. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't a dead snake. It was alive. Oh, no. It was alive. So yeah. I want to know how they yes. got alerted to that. Yes. Well, and who so. has the forethought of, I'm going to record this. This might be really interesting. Oh, I think in today's world, That's, you do right. a lot more of that. You're probably right. Yeah. Um, so I guess maybe we're just the uh, animals attack people. <laughs> With that because we we went we were on our way to a function uh, this evening, not the day that you're listening to this, but the day we're recording it, and we get a text from sister-in-law Heather to a link to a news article that says eight-foot alligator hiding in attic startles home inspector. <laughs> One, I haven't read all of this yet. Mm-hmm. How did that alligator get in the attic? Well, number two, what's it hiding? Like, does it have its little paws in front of its eyes and say peekaboo? Yeah, like, what's so, here? home inspector, North Carolina, uncovered mm-hmm. more than just a potential structural issue or code <laughs> violation. 
found an eight foot long alligator living in the attic of a house. You're right. I mean, how did it, how did that happen? Has the house been vacant and somehow um, it found the warmest or coolest part, I guess? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to look here. I don't know. That's There's insane. not a lot of light in the attic, which makes sense. A lot, a lot of attics not very well lit. Yeah. So the home inspector thought it was fake. <laughs> Initially thought it was fake, that it was just like yep. a stuffed alligator. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Uh, didn't really move at first, kind of asleep, I guess. But once I shined my flashlight on his head, his eyes started to open and he gave me a wink and let me know I'm alive. <laughs> uh, so code enforcement official backed away, took some pictures before calling a co-worker to let him know what was going on. That's probably pretty smart. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. hey, if you don't hear from me in yeah. a little bit, uh, I got eaten by this alligator. So come Come check it out. That or, hey, um, you've got to come see this thing. That <laughs> uh, could be that, Why too. did you just jump? Uh, I'll explain later. <laughs> <laughs> because, so the way that we're recording right now, I'm looking over and I just see a shadow of something that's moving. And I thought there was something moving on the table, oh like crawling, goodness. about to crawl over. Now, look, this, so, no, let me give you some credit here because you are not an easily startled or scared person. And so when you jumped back, I thought you'd seen something on your phone that startled you. Mm. And I thought, what did you just see? Because nothing seems to scare you or startle you. So that is, <laughs> you literally that, jumped. Uh, the corner of my eye caught me. It's <laughs> unclear how the alligator ended up in the attic. Uh, this inspector said he thinks a door to the house was left open and the alligator is able to sneak in. Sneak but in. how is it able to get up to the attic? Well, don't they climb? Like, I, I, I have but in my head still, that they climb. I don't. I don't know about that, but I'm thinking, you know, have you ever been up in an attic where, like, you have to do the pull-down ladder? <laughs> Not all of them have walk-up and stairs with that. Climb um, trees. So... Can they climb? <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, boy. The builder they saw... can and do climb trees? I think I've seen one crawling a tree. It, uh, builder saw mud in the house Monday morning, but wasn't sure where it came from. He called in crews to clean up the mess. He continued working on the home for a day and a half. Well, that feels a little bit better that it was under construction. <laughs> yeah. Um, because what I took from the title... With somebody was selling a house, so somebody was oh, yes, coming yes, in yes. to do the yes. inspection. So yes. it worked on a day and a half before that. Um, <laughs> so the home inspectors had this to say: nobody would believe me. I made <laughs> phone calls. I told people around me, but nobody would believe me. One person <laughs> did get around to go and look. When he realized I was not joking, he was able to communicate with the rest of the workers on site to leave. There we go. Called in animal control to move it. <laughs> Uh, the inspector has encountered gators before, uh, but this was the first time he's seen one indoors. Since then, I've been very cautious and peek <laughs> in bet. and look around. I bet. It was an experience I will never forget. I bet. So did they like leave the attic door? <laughs> I mean, at the door. Yeah. Cause you do have a door yeah, in yeah, the yeah. stairs down. So a this door, it just wanders in and is like, Hey, let me see what's up. This looks like a tree. Yeah. Maybe. And crawls up and hangs out in the attic or yeah. I don't how know. did it get there? I don't know. Uh, thank you. Sister-in-law Heather for that. Um, <laughs> how did it get there? Oh, they'll never know, but it would, it would absolutely change my behavior in that job for sure. Right. North Carolina. That's uh, kind of crazy. Yes. Oh, boy. Of course, I think they've got swamps and rivers and all that kind of stuff. Uh, they do, but I think anymore it doesn't really matter. Right, right. Because I'm from a big city, Rocket City, USA, and they have alligators downtown. So yeah. they, they're not really sure where they came from. <laughs> it's so much so them. that they've had to put signs up yeah. in certain places to be aware of the alligators. And you know people are probably not. I know, which I want to just like go down there and what what happens? So the downtown, you just, there's an alligator walking across the street. <laughs> I mean, I really want to go check this out. So What happened when the alligator crossed the road? <laughs> I don't know. Insert joke here. Okay. So. Well, what's new with you? Um, I got a really cool new book. We are fans of Phil Rosenthal, if you don't know who that is. Uh, probably most people would know him from Everybody Loves Raymond. But for us, we know him from Somebody Feed Phil, which is a, a 
series on one of the streaming networks that we belong to and we thoroughly enjoy it. It's for the most part really clean, really appropriate that we could actually watch when the kids are in the room. Uh, try to get them interested. He goes to different places and then he eats food there and he shares that sort of stuff. And I can't think of a thing we've watched him eat that he hasn't enjoyed, but he's a lot of fun to watch and listen to. And so you got me his book and it's great. It's recipes, but it's also stories. It's a lot of stories about where he's been, uh, his experience in those places, uh, kind of the people that he is talking to when he records the show, things like that. So that is what's new with me, this great new book that I have thoroughly enjoyed. All right. What about you? Uh, I got around to, to watching something that was suggested by some of my students. Uh, I don't remember the name of it. It's about um, Alex Murdoch mm-hmm. and Murdoch murders. Maybe that's what it's called mm-hmm. with that. Things kind of lead down. But it was very interesting. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't long. I've kind of put it off because it was a limited series, but I thought, oh, this is going to be longer than I have time for. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was able to squeeze it in a little bit over the spring break, a little bit that I had with yeah. uh, here and there. It took a little bit longer than probably typical people watching it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that was it was really good. Uh, a lot of information. I didn't really follow the trial that much. Yeah. And they were asking me questions and like, I can't really help you. I remember when uh, some of it was coming out, listening to some podcast about it, but hadn't had a chance to really keep up with the trial. So yeah. Yeah. That's probably what's new with me. Okay. With that, so. Okay. You watch that. Uh, I finished Wednesday with Callie and you watched bits and pieces of it. Totally loved it. I loved it. I think I watched it more than she did. And then I finally finished hearing Megan. Um, oh, I did not know that. Yeah, I finished that actually while you were at the doctor. <laughs> oh, well, you had the time. <laughs> I did have the you time. You had the time. So I finished a couple of things. Because I don't, I mean, neither one of us get a whole lot of time by ourselves to just watch something that we really want to watch. So that was kind of a big deal that I got to finish two things. Well, congratulations. Yeah, thanks. Anything else? I think that covers it. All right. Well, until next time, I've been Billy. And I've been Christy. And you've been listening to the Front Porch Sessions Podcast. See ya. See ya.